You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along on today's show. Longtime SEC reporter and analyst Brad Logan will stop by. We'll talk all things SEC with him, including his thoughts on the Mississippi schools, which he covers closely in Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Also, we will go around the conference. Tons of SEC tidbits today, including an Alabama DB headed to JUCO, Missouri's latest recruiting pitch, SEC expansion changing a college football playoff committee spot, and what really happened in Miles Brennan breaking his arm. We will discuss all of that. I'm Chris Gordy. Be sure to uh, follow uh, Locked on SEC for free wherever you get your podcasts. Get the latest episode of this show as soon as it comes out each and every day. And a reminder to check out some of our other great podcasts on the Locked On Network, covering all your specific favorite SEC schools like Locked On Auburn, Locked On Gators, Locked On Razorbacks, all of them. Find them wherever you find your podcasts. All right, let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Around the conference. We start in Knoxville as Tennessee hit the practice field for the first training camp of the Josh Heupel era yesterday. And one interesting thing stood out as true freshman Cayman Marley opened camp at wide receiver. Marley did not enroll at Tennessee early, so he did not practice with the team earlier this spring. But Marley getting reps at receiver was a surprise considering he is listed as a defensive back on the team's roster and was recruited to play defense by Jeremy Pruitt. Heupel said, quote, I feel like playing receiver is a natural starting point for him. He's a guy that's ultra-talented. and We will find out his skill set, where he feels comfortable, where his progression goes, and how to get him on the field the fastest. So keep an eye on true freshman Cayman Marley for the Vols. Over in South Carolina, their new offense coordinator, Marcus Satterfield, one of the key pieces to the Gamecocks' new look this fall under Shane Beamer. According to Satterfield, players are off to a great start in learning the playbook this offseason. He told a local TV affiliate in South Carolina right now, it's amazing the amount of offense. We can't go into the season with it because it's not it's not how much offense, it's what you can execute at an elite level. But just the brain power that our kids have, to have the ability to line up with these crazy worded plays and motions and shifts, and they're just out there doing it. It's pretty cool. It's amazing for me to watch. So we'll see what effect Marcus Satterfield has with the new look offense for the Gamecocks. Over at Alabama, they are reportedly losing a defensive back, a freshman named Kadarius Calloway, as he will be transferring to East Mississippi Community College. Calloway is a native of Philadelphia, Mississippi, initially Flipped his commitment from Mississippi State to Alabama last summer. He's six foot tall, 200 pound athlete, signed with the Tide in December and enrolled at Alabama in late May. Four star recruit in last year's recruiting cycle was the nation's 135th overall prospect, the number four athlete. His new coach at East Mississippi Community College, Buddy Stevens, told AL.com, I think he wanted to drop down and get a chance to play. He's hoping to go back to Alabama and hopefully he will get that chance. Over at LSU, despite a recent increase in COVID cases throughout the country, LSU says fans at Tiger Stadium are still on track to have a normal game day experience this fall. A little over a month before kickoff, LSU's ticket office says they are prepping for a normal 2021 season. Ticket office wrote in a memo to season ticket holders, we are continuing to consult with campus and state health officials in preparation for a normal season inside Tiger Stadium. And at this time, 
There are no plans to implement any restrictions. We look forward to seeing you in Tiger Stadium this football season. Louisiana is currently uh, issuing a statewide indoor mask mandate. Of course, Tiger Stadium is an outdoor stadium, so masks not required at this time. Speaking of LSU, the details surrounding quarterback Miles Brennan injury have finally come to light. His father, Owen Brennan, appeared on a New Orleans radio station yesterday discussing his son's injury. According to Owen Brennan, it was truly a freak accident. He said Miles had fishing gear in his hands when his flip-flops got caught in the dock, causing him to fall. Brennan was unable to brace himself. He fell on his arm and broke his left arm. Owen Brennan relayed that Miles went to bed thinking it was just a bruise before doctors confirmed there was a compound fracture on his humerus bone in his left arm. Said he could have been anywhere, anytime in this accident could have happened. Just an absolute freak accident. Brennan now has a metal plate and screws in his arm following surgery. Should be able to resume throwing with his uninjured arm in about two weeks. The decision to move to the SEC has cost the University of Texas a seat on the College Football Playoff Selection Committee. Texas AD Chris Del Conte was officially replaced yesterday by Kansas State AD Gene Taylor on the College Football Playoff Selection Committee. The decision was done to eliminate any conflicts of interest with Texas moving to the SEC. The Big 12 was worried Del Conte could vote in favor of the Longhorns' next conference, the SEC, over the Big 12 in a critical college football playoff vote. Reading between the lines, this may seem to suggest the Big 12 anticipates leaving Texas sooner than 2025. A lot of people believe it very well could happen next year in 2022. Uh, but Gene Taylor will serve a three-year term on the College Football Playoff Committee beginning this season. So congrats to the Kansas State Athletic Director. The SEC's expansion to include Texas and Oklahoma has really fired up some conference commissioners and college presidents around the country. Washington State President Kirk Schultz said some uh, explosive comments about the SEC this week. He said, if we add teams just to try to keep up with somebody else, but those teams don't grow our revenue base, do we really need to add them? He said, what the SEC has done is unify the other conferences in a way that nothing else could have in terms of working together. A lot of people now are very concerned about the predatory nature of the SEC. More presidents are talking. There's a lot of back and forth. So, and look, a lot of other conferences, they're on high alert now. They know the best conference gets even better at adding Oklahoma and Texas and all about keeping up with the Joneses. The problem is a lot of those other conferences don't have many good options to keep up with the SEC at this point. Over at Missouri, they are embracing the move of Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC. Missouri recruiting coordinator Casey Woods is working out the line to throw at recruits already. He said, everyone wants to come to the SEC. I don't think there's a question anymore. The conference uh, is the best of the best, and you got to be the best of the best if you want to play here. He said it proves that everybody wants to play in the SEC, including the Blue, Bro Blue Blood programs like the Sooners and the Longhorns. So Casey Woods going after a lot of those in-state recruits in Missouri, wanting them to play in the best conference in the country. Over in Arkansas, a longtime coach who recently served as an analyst for the Razorbacks has stepped down from coaching and will soon start up a new business. Ryan Rhodes, who was the linebackers coach at Arkansas, most recently in an off-the-field role, shared on social media that after 23 years, he is retiring from coaching football. 
Clemson and Georgia, they're going to open up the season in a couple of weeks. Clemson may be the favorite team heading into that season opener. The Tigers are favored by three and a half points, according to most sports books. But there is growing momentum for the Bulldogs to pick up a win in week one. ESPN college football analyst Joey Galloway is hopping on the Georgia bandwagon, predicting Georgia will beat Clemson in the opener. David Pollock also kind of jumping on board, saying go with the under for Clemson win totals this year. Currently set around 11.5 wins. Pollock not outright claiming Georgia will beat Clemson, but seems like more and more people starting to pick up on the Bulldogs to beat Clemson week one. In recruiting news, Auburn picked up its latest commitment from an in-state athlete, Jacoby Albert, who had over 20 offers. He made the announcement on his birthday yesterday. The Tigers continue this momentum that they've built up the last few uh, the last few weeks, picking up their seventh commitment. Albert is from Fairfield, Alabama, rated the number 23 athlete in the class of 2022. He's six foot tall, 175 pounds, played both wide receiver and defensive back last year. Arch Manning, five-star quarterback for 2023. He's still going around making some visits. Of course, he's visited Clemson, SMU, Texas, LSU, Alabama, and Georgia, as well as Ole Miss just last week. But his head coach is talking about numbers when it comes to Arch Manning. Said that uh, he was hand-clocked recently with a 4.65 in the 40. He benches 240 and cleans 250. So Arch Manning looks to be the real deal. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk all things SEC with our buddy Brad Logan, including getting his thoughts on Mississippi State and Ole Miss. How do they shape up this year? That's next. This episode brought to you by Rock Auto. Look, we tell you guys all the time, you could save time and save money when you use Rock Auto. Why would you choose to spend 50%, even 100% more sometime for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you could just go to Rock Auto? They are a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer, and they got everything you would ever need for your car, from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet, whatever it is, they have got it there for you. They have everything you need. Go check out their easy-to-use website today. You can find the solution to your auto parts needs right now. Just go to rockauto.com. See all the parts available for your car or truck. And when you check out, make sure you're at Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you. Head on over there right now. Check them out. Rock Auto, amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, it's rockauto.com. We're all along here as the college football season nears. Always fun to catch up with one of our favorites talking all things SEC. Brad Logan jumping in with us now. Brad, you've been covering the uh, the SEC a long time, and, man, it just becomes so old hat to just go ahead and say, well, Alabama in the West. Yeah. And, and I feel like the media just about every year does pick that. I mean, even the, the years where Auburn has busted through, when LSU has busted through, it's still like, nope, Alabama just mm-hmm. default. And so I just find it so funny because, look, Saban has – created this monster and even the years where they don't win the sec they still find a way to get into the playoffs somehow but yeah. there's got to be a year though brad right where they do take a step back where everything doesn't click perfectly where you know maybe bryce young maybe struggles through a couple of games maybe the defense is a little, little leaky maybe the new coordinators bill o'brien not on the same page as saban like there's got to be a year where 
it just doesn't all fall into place yeah. for these guys, right? And, and even if that's not necessarily the case, here's what I'm looking for. I'm looking at Texas A&M, Chris, because I look at that schedule, and most importantly for the Aggies is they get, number one, they get Alabama at home. And number two, I like how the schedule sets up for uh, Jimbo Fisher. And, and, you know, there's some questions at quarterback, and I get that. But, for, but, but what I'm looking at more than anything is I think if there's a year that Jimbo can do it, with the talent that he's got, I think it's this year. Because because of what you just said, with, with the new OC at Alabama, with Bill O'Brien, is there, is there going to be some issues there, uh, obviously translating to NFL, to college? And, you know, Nick even said in today's press conference, he said that that's an issue, but it's really not because, you know, I came from the NFL. Lane Kiffin came from the NFL. And then uh, Steve Sarkeesian, who's, who's now the head coach at Texas, came from the NFL. So it's not really that big a deal. But I still think there's going to be some growing pains with Bill O'Brien translating over to that offensive coordinator seat. And I just think that's just something to watch. But I do think Texas A&M, if there is a team out of the West, I think is, is kind of above everyone else to give Alabama that run, I do think it's Texas A&M. Yeah, I, I mean, go ahead and mark it on your calendars. But Saturday, October 9th, when Bama goes to College Station, it's going to be a packed Kyle Field. Look, that they were one of the few stadiums last year that, that – tried to pack as many people in there as possible but this year it is going to be packed to the brim I, I was there at a couple a couple of the the Bama games where you know Manziel was still playing those fans I mean they've got like the, the yeah. concourses like there was any spot where a fan could stand they were in there I got a feeling that's going to be the case on yeah. October 9th and don't let them get a lead <laughs> right. don't let them get a little momentum man the pressure will be on and again I'm not calling for the upset I'm just saying I'm with you. If if it's going to happen, that's the game. And if A&M, to their credit, if they win that game, they are in the driver's seat. It affords them a loss yeah. along and, the way. And, and, and look, Chris, this is why I'm so bullish on Texas A&M right now, is you've, you're very attuned to recruiting in the Southeastern Conference. And you've seen, and I get where Alabama's finished, and that's not my point. My point is you've seen what Jimbo has done uh, since he's taken over for Kevin Sumlin. That recruiting, he's been top three, top four in the country the last two years. Right. At some point, all of those four and five stars are going to be classes freshman through senior. And we're getting close to that. Right. And I just think that's a team to watch this year. I think Texas A&M is going to be a very interesting team to watch. Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. Upside, like what's, what's the, the best case scenario, worst case scenario this year? Ten wins. I think if Ole Miss finishes anywhere in the 40 to 50-ish in defense, in total defense, I think it's a chance to win 10. I think on a low end, you're looking at six or seven, and that's losing, you know, a couple of games you shouldn't. The non-conference is not that bad. They open up in the Chick-fil-A kickoff classic in, in Atlanta on Monday night. They're going to have every eye in college football watching them. It's around a 7 o'clock kick. It's the only game in town, uh, so to speak. Everybody's got their Memorial Day – I'm sorry, their Labor Day plans, and you watch the game. So it's a great recruiting tool for Lane Kiffin. He, he brings a lot of eyes on, on, on the Ole Miss program. So um, – I think Ole Miss is going to be really good, Chris, on offense. Yeah. I think that, that Matt Corral is probably going to have a stinker or two. Uh, but I think more than anything, he's going to have a lot of good games. They just need someone to fill in the gap of the production that Elijah Moore left. He was 70% of the offense in regards to throwing the football or catching the football. And I think John Rice Prumley, a, a transplanted quarterback, could be that person that steps up into the slot. If that's the case, they return 10 of 11 starters. Of course, that one starter is Elijah Moore, and I get that. Right. 
if they can fill that gap with John Rice Plumby, the offense is going to be great. The question is, Chris, is that defense is just – it was terrible last year. Yeah. Now, they return uh, nine out of 11 starters, but like I tell everybody, Chris, if those nine weren't very good, what difference does it make if they started? The good news, I think, for Ole Miss real quick is they played all-conference games. And the one good, the one point that Lane Kiffin made was, is that they were all conference games. They didn't have a chance to play any backups. They didn't have a chance to see if they could find some people that can fill some gaps in some of the non-conference, some of the easier games. It was an all conference schedule, so they're going to open up with Louisville. If they can get past that, then they've got a couple of weeks to get ready for conference play. With uh, you're looking at uh, Austin P, Tulane, some games that Ole Miss should win, and that should give them a chance to gear up for the SEC. Yeah, we're just spelling it out. I think they start three and zero. You go to Tuscaloosa week four. That's that's tough. Um, I wish, you, you know, you wish it was flipped. You wish you got him involved yeah. anyway this year. But, okay, we'll put that as a loss. Arkansas game is winnable. That's at home. You're on the road to Tennessee. You should beat Tennessee. You're a better football team than Tennessee this year. LSU at home is going to be tough, but yeah. it's not out of the question. At Auburn, hostile environment, tough. But, again, transition year. Brian Harson, new offense, new team. Right. Liberty is no pushover as a home t- home game. That one's I know a lot of people have that one uh, circled with Hugh Freeze coming back. You get the Aggies at home, you get Vandy at home, and then you're on the road for the Egg Bowl. I'm with you. I could, I could talk myself into the ten wins. Yeah, but but uh, Tulane's not going to be a pushover. Yeah, I really like what they're doing I get that, down yeah. in New Orleans. Uh, Hugh Freeze is gonna it's going to be the, the Super Bowl for Liberty. So right. Malik Willis is on a lot of watch lists, the quarterback for the Flames. Uh, that's going to be a game to watch. LSU's always going to bring it. I think you know I don't know how many games Arkansas is going to win, but I think they're going to jump up and hit some people. And then you got the Egg Bowl in Starkville. Anything can happen there. So yeah, I think there's an argument to be made that you could win six or you can win ten. And I think that argument's going to stand. And that's why we love it, Chris, because <laughs> we roll the dice every Saturday. Saturday, and you never know what you're going to get because in the SEC West, I firmly believe that any team could beat the other, with maybe the exception of a Mississippi State or an Arkansas beating an Alabama. Yeah, I think any other, any of the other four or five can beat can beat the Tide. More with Brad Logan right after this. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way for you to bet on all your sports action. Looking at the calendar, we know it's the first week of August. The end of this month, we will have college football back. That's right. Games for you to bet on. Get in on the action right now at betonline.ag. If you want to get in on some of the action this week, you got MLB games to bet on, but most importantly, you got future bets you could bet on for college football. If you think Alabama will have over 11.5 wins, you can take the over there. If you think it'll be under, you can bet the under. All of that is up right now for you at betonline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. Before the next game, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. And when you head over there, sign up today, receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKED ON. That's L O C K E D O N. First time you sign up, use that promo code LOCKED ON. Get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the action. College football, NFL, right around the corner. You want to make sure you register right now at Bet Online. Bet Online, they are your online sportsbook experts. Rolling along here, locked on SEC, continuing our conversation with Brad Logan. Speaking of Mississippi State, is if they go five and seven, I got a feeling that the natives will get 
restless, well, and you could be talking about the end of the road for Mike Leach that quick. Um, and again, we're we're prognosticating because that's why we're here, right? right. Um, here's one thing that doesn't help Mike, and that is, and just hear me out. If you look at the, old, the the Mississippi State Athletic Department, what they were able to do in baseball is second to none. Right. Beautiful facility, one of the best facilities in the country, and they just won the national championship. That fan base is starting to taste it. They're starting to taste <laughs> that success. I'm with you. you. Know, Dan Mullen took them to almost to the promised land. They got to number one with Dak Prescott and eventually went to the Orange Bowl. But, you know, they got to the mountain, and they got to the mountaintop. They have not been back there last year. I think Mississippi State were lucky to win the games they won. They just did not play very well. They had a freshman quarterback in Will Rogers. And if it weren't for Will Rogers and it weren't for uh, Jaden Wally, the wide receiver, I'm not sure if they would have won any games. So now, back to your original question, they need to win six. Yeah. And I do think they can do that. The non-conference schedule is not bad at all. They draw Kentucky. It's also not easy. Uh, well, Louisiana Tech could put up a fight. NC State it, is a good team. Road trip at Memphis. I know that Memphis is always a pretty good team. If they don't win those three games, Chris, they'll go three and whatever. Wow. So, yeah, that, that's a problem. What My point is, it's not that bad, which means you better win every one of them. Right. Because you get Missouri and Kentucky out of the East. I don't know what, you know, I personally think Kentucky's going to be better than Florida this year, yep. in my opinion. Could I think be, yeah. I, I think Mike's got a great team. I think Kentucky is, is going to be really good on defense. I think he's recruited really well on defense. So I'm excited to see what Kentucky brings. The point of the matter is, is Mississippi State cannot win those games you just talked about, then it's going to be a disaster. I think they probably can get those wins. Uh, if they do, I don't think Memphis is going to be a pushover, but they're better than Memphis. Um, they need this for recruiting purposes. Mike did not recruit well this last recruiting cycle. He did not recruit the state of Mississippi like I thought he probably would. Uh, and there are a lot of question marks right now, so I'm excited to see what the Bulldogs do this fall. Yeah. To, to your point on Florida, can we stop putting Dan Mullen as a top five coach in the country? He's a good coach. Yeah. He's not top five. We need to I, stop. I'm interested to see how they do this year. You know, they <laughs> there were a lot of questionable decisions last year. Real quick, you know how many times he's been in the SEC title game? Once, last One. year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, he's a good coach. He wins a lot of games. He hasn't taken that next step. Maybe as not a head with coach. Florida, but I'll be honest with you. He took Mississippi State as high as that program's ever been. Sure, and I think that, and he's taken a lot of stock with him to Florida to get a lot of the conversation about the top five coach or what have you. Yeah. But has he proven at Florida that he's, you know, worthy of those accolades? Probably not. My point is, is what he did at Mississippi State is, is has never been done in program history. Yeah. No, no, and I don't want to take away from what he did there, but again, it's like, you know, if, if you're one of the greats. Win your conference. Right. Win your side of the conference. I mean, I know they, they won the SEC East last year. It's the first time they've done it. Like, man, I, I just, I don't know. I, when I see him ranked ahead of people like Ed Ogeron, who has a championship, and, you know, even sometimes they put him ahead of Jimbo. I think people have elevated Jimbo now after what he did last year. But, my goodness. And, and, I, and I pose a question to you about Kirby Smart. Where are we at with Kirby Smart? That's a good one. Um, I mean, where, where are we as a collective body? He's a little bit more successful than than. Mark Rick. You know, Is that far, good enough for the fan base? Right. I mean, they hired him to win championships, not just SEC championships, but national championships. And they've gotten one, but they came up short. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a, great, that's a great case. And that's why I think there's a lot of pressure on Kirby. And at least he – And they're loaded this year. They are. Specifically on defense. They are. And at least he has kind of owned up to expectations. So, we'll see. If they, if they fall short again, man, they're going to be – I don't know if they're going to fire him, but there's going to be a lot of fans going, 
what are we doing here? Top five recruiting glasses every year. Let's let's get over this hump. Yeah, and, re- and real quick, how much time does Josh Heupel have at Tennessee? Does he have more time than the average first-year coach? Oh, I hope they it give It feels him. like he does. Yeah, first-year coaches, even when it's the SEC, you're playing with house money. I mean, Harson, Auburn's just hoping to see some progress. Uh, Heupel, they want to see yeah. they want to see good quarterback play. I, I've said this all week. Like, if they at least if they're losing games, but they're losing close. And they're scoring, you know, scoring points, and the quarterback play looks good. I think Tennessee fans will be okay with that. It feels like with Tennessee, they've been put through the ringer so much with Jeremy Pruitt, uh, and then you start talking about uh, Derek Dooley and all of the stuff they had to go through the last ten years. This feels like they're pulling all of their chips in and saying, "Here's Coach Heupel, five years, see what we can do." Because from what I understand, the cupboard is not bare, but there's not a lot there for him to work with in Knoxville. Always fun to catch up with our buddy Brad Logan. Uh, let our listeners know where they can find your stuff. Absolutely. Brad Logan, C-O-T-E, on Twitter. Uh, we've got a lot of great content coming on the Brad Logan uh, Media Network. And, uh, yeah, had a great podcast with you before Media Days, and it got a ton of downloads. So thanks, everybody, for being part of that. And we've got a lot of interviews coming up, and uh, they'll be dropping over the next couple of weeks. Brad, always good to see you, man. Thanks, buddy. That is just about going to do it for this edition of Locked on SEC. Remember to subscribe. If you haven't, follow us wherever you get your podcasts and get all the latest episodes. We're here for you five days a week talking all things SEC. And football season is right around the corner. You want to make sure you're subscribed. Hearing all of our great guests and analysis, getting you ready for yet another SEC football season. Might be the last one with just 14 teams. Who knows? A quick reminder, bet on betting on the SEC does not have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast with your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, they got daily picks, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee's lock of the day. Follow Locked On Bets, brought to you by BetOnline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Chris Gordy, Locked On SEC. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.